Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello there and welcome to the Aha Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. I'm Mari and happy Tuesday everybody. I know that it's a really busy time of year so if you're listening to the show live tonight, thank you for taking time out of the holiday season to to uh, join me. Um, we are, gosh, we're winding down, right? We have just a couple more shows before we end for the year and there's a lot going on. We're doing a little bit better energy-wise, though, and today we're going to talk all about how to clear the clutter to make way for all the good stuff in 2013, and this has been a year of reevaluating, of contemplating a huge amount of churn, a huge amount of um, unexpected um, disappearances of people and things and um you know just just a lot of right sizing i guess you can say and this time of year is of course you know very very busy we're in this the mode of giving and getting gifts and you know entertaining and all that kind of stuff but there are some really powerful things you can do to start to clear um your energy so that you can set yourself up to start on a nice, fresh, clean slate. And, um, you know, we're in the fall harvest, as they say, and, you know, we've had Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. But there are definitely some things we can do and some nice, I guess you could call them little bits of uh, rituals you can do at the end of the year to really sort of set the intention that you're really letting go of the past. You're letting this year go. Um, you're going to keep what works. You're going to let go what didn't work. Uh, learn your lessons and and set up your set yourself up to receive good stuff for the uh, for the new year. So we're going to get into all of that. I'm going to talk to you about some of my top ways, some of the things that I do um, at the end of the year and that I know have worked for myself and my clients. And you know, I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. Um, so and I've been really sticking to that too. By the way, I have uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of. Uh, work on the side here getting stuff ready for next year and and really testing a lot of different things to make sure that they're they're good enough for you guys so um a little housekeeping just uh, our energy check you know we're in a waning moon so waning moon is when the moon is going from full we just had the full moon last week and it's getting smaller and smaller each night so we're getting a little less moonlight um each night so it's a time of ebb it's a time of the tides out and kind of um letting go that's which is why we decided to do a show like this tonight it's a time of sort of just loosening things up and just just you know taking a breather <laughs> you know so when the waxing moon happens once we get to the new moon and um this next new moon that's going to come up in another i don't know 10 days or so uh and on the other side of that we're going to really get into that that sort of um that sort of real receiving, you know, lots of, of energy with that receiving and pulling things in and taking more action, especially after the beginning of the new year and we get to the end of this whole mind calendar thing. I just saw in the news before I got on the air um, on Diane Sawyer's uh, uh, program, she, NASA has put out an, a, an announcement because they have been inundated with emails and calls and whatever uh, letters 
about whether the world is going to come to an end on uh, December 21st, 2012, and they said because of some meteor hitting, uh, there's a lot of internet rumors a meteor is going to hit the Earth and all this stuff, and NASA declared that that is absolutely not the case, and that um, they're not expecting for the world to end on the 21st. So if you're planning on not having to, you know, do anything or cook on Christmas or whatever because the world wasn't going to be around anyway, you might want to plan your menu and go ahead and, and prepare for uh, a nice, happy, happy holiday season and a good new year and lots to do in 2013. So uh, don't stop your plans. Um, we also are going to have 12-12-12 next week. It happens to be my sister's birthday. Um, but 12-12-12 is next Wednesday, and it is the last repetitive number ever in the calendar. Did you know that? I mean, when I thought about it, it's like, you know what? That's true. Um, so you might want to plan a little special intention for that day, super powerful day. Um, and I ha- on the break, I'll look up what 12 stands for in Doreen's um, Doreen Virtue's Angel Numbers book. I don't have it here on my desk. Sometimes I do, but I don't have it here today, right now. But I'll get it during the break. Um, Sam will remind me, I'm sure. And uh, 12, 12, 12, though, really, really powerful numbers. You know, when you see those repetitive numbers like that, especially light workers, um, you want to just, you know, do some special manifesting, some special uh, little, you know, work for yourself. It'll, it'll be fun and you know, it, who knows? Play the lottery that day. That'll be a good thing. Um, and then, of course, we have twelve twenty-one, twelve coming up after that, and that's the official end of the Mayan calendar. Um, I do think that energetically, because of the collective consciousness, which means all of the people um, on the planet, all of our energy, kind of communing energy of our higher selves, our infinite selves. You know, we all are inter- interconnected. So that collective consciousness, our focus is kind of in that direction of what's going to happen on the twenty-one, you know, twelve, twenty-one, twelve. And there's a tremendous amount of us that have been working very hard to help all this new energy shift um, come going forward. You know, over the last decades, um, and to get to this point. And then there's the, there's many people who uh, have ignored it. And then of course there's there's all the conspiracy theories and all the you know the alarmists and all that stuff. So there's a lot of churn around those dates. So if you do feel and you happen to be a sensitive, which most of you listening to the show are. You may feel a sense of, you know, kind of a little angst, a little, you know, some some portion of you might feel excited, some portion of you might not care at all, and some portion of you might be scared to death just because you're picking up on other people's energy. So it is a really good time um, for clearing. I also want to let you know that I did go to the, uh, for the Hurricane Sandy fundraiser. Um, thank you. We We stopped the fundraiser. I have... Enough readings to last me a lifetime between now and the end of the of the uh, month. But um, I did go to the animal shelter to the Monmouth County SBCA this past weekend, and I met with all the folks. I met with their director and their press people, and they took me all around the shelter. And um, it's such an amazing thing. They built this amazing habitat for the animals so what they do is they have all like the cats they have a whole cat pavilion and then they have a whole wing just for fiv positive cats um that's like the feline immunofficiency uh virus like hiv but fiv for cats so they have a specific just a wing for that and then they have all these animal behaviorists that come in and work with the animals, animal communicators, and um, and they have this matchmaking center for the adoption, so they actually have an animal behavior to work with the family and watch the family and the dog, and all of the members of the family have to be there, the dog with the dogs and the cats. It's really fascinating. They have an exotic um, uh, section of the the uh, shelter where they take in all different exotic animals, snakes and reptiles and rabbits and ferrets and guinea pigs and birds and you know tarantulas and God knows what else they have. Um, and it was just fascinating. They had a huge, huge um, pavilion there that I actually was at a fundraiser about four years ago. Um, and Shar Margolis, who's a major intuitive, had done. Uh, a a keynote there and she did readings from the stage she actually gave me a reading from the stage now i think of it and i had gone to this thing it was one of these you know i don't know 200 hundred dollar plate things or whatever and it was to build this thing for the monmouth county spca well you know fast forward four years and here i was standing there Um, i had was so impressed by the plans that you know when i saw them um several years ago and it just always bookmarked in my head that's like someday i'm going to you know be able to give money to them because they really do get you know 
mixing Eastern medicine and Western medicine. They have a full-time veterinarian on the premises. They do $10 um, spay and neuter program. They have all kinds of community education for kids. Um, and they also have a huge pet pantry, and this was where we gave our money. Um, they have a pet pantry where they have these roving trucks, and they fill the truck up with food and medicines and collars and leashes and toys and all the stuff for the animals, and they go into neighborhoods where people have are really struggling, and they give it away. And then there was this lady who was the cat rescue lady, and she had painted her whole car in yellow and had cat rescue lady all over her, her truck. I actually have t- pictures. I'll be sending the pictures out and posting them on the website um, towards the end of the month. And anyway, so we gave um, a bunch of gift cards for families who were hungry and in need, and we also gave a huge gift card for um, supplies for the for the shelter, and they were extraordinarily happy and excited. And you'll you'll be hearing more about them because they want to all of a sudden do all kinds of stuff with us. So, um, thank you for all of you who um, participated in that, and I'm looking forward to meeting you all from around the world for all of these readings. Um, it's going to be really fun fun month, fun rest of the month. So. Okay, so that's housekeeping for now. If you want to do a reading, by the way, you can still get, I think I have two slots left for this year. Uh, maybe it's just one. I think somebody already took the other one. Um, and then we're booking now into January. So if you'd like to do that, still get the promotional rates, you can. I'm going to leave those alone for for a couple more weeks. And uh, so you can, if you want to do gift certificates for friends or if you want to uh, set up a reading for early in January, you are welcome to do that. Okay, so... Also, if you, I am doing readings tonight on the line, so if you would like to chat with me, uh, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. All right, and so on the, se- on the, in the second portion of the show, we'll start to take some of your calls, and I see lots of you are calling in, so, you know, just be nice to Sam when he... <laughs> When he answers the phone and and, uh, puts you into our little queue. All right, so let's talk about the different types of clutter and how we can get rid of them because this is this is really really important. I have what we call in my my intuition masters program, which is like for my advanced uh, students and coaching clients. We talk a lot about this because it really is important to have very strong spiritual or energetic hygiene. You know, we have our physical hygiene, which we all know about, but then there's that energetic hygiene that, you know, really taking care of your energy um, so that you can navigate your world and really receive your intuition in the purest form. You know, if you don't manage your energy and you don't um, do a lot of clearing of your space and of your body energetically, it will wreak havoc on your intuition and the way that you are interpreting your intuition and the accuracy of um, your ability to create to interpret your intuition. Your intuition is usually not inaccurate. In fact, it never is. It's just we often either miss it or misinterpret it, or you know just don't even acknowledge it, or we choose to listen to it and then be skeptical and then not take action on it. So it's usually us more than the intuition that's off. So this is a this is some these are some good tips for you to help you to get. Uh, in a more more purified state so that when you do get intuitive um, information coming to you, you can understand it and be able to decipher a little bit easier. So the first, of course, is your physical clutter. Now, I don't expect anyone to start cleaning out closets now, not this time of year. Unless, you know, uh, <laughs> I know that we clean our houses for company, which is very interesting, So, um, and do a little interior decorating because we're moving furniture around for, you know, maybe for Christmas trees, menorahs, and all that kind of stuff. But... Um, so this isn't about, you know, cleaning out the closet or the garage or the attic at this time of year. That will leave that for spring cleaning. But this is about um clearing the air. Clearing the air. This is, you know, there's earth, air, um fire and water. And this is about really the air space because that's where all the chatter is. You know, that's where the speaking, the chatter, the people, the um, kind of the auric fields of everybody, you know, it's kind of operating in the air. And when you do things like smudging, which is taking like white sage and and burning it and, um, you know, blowing it out, you, of course, light it and then you blow it out so it has the smoke and you kind of take the smoke around your home. You want to go clockwise. You want to open your windows so so the smoke leaves the house. You don't want to like keep all the windows closed and then have all the sage in your house because then you're not getting rid of the negativity. Some people don't recognize that. So you want to open your windows for a little bit. 
But if you're going to use, you know, a smudge stick or sage, you can get that dried white sage on the on the internet or at your local metaphysical store or New Age store. Um, you can even get it at Whole Foods. They sell um, smudge sticks and a lot of this stuff. They also sell the Nag Champa, which is the incense that's really, really um, super powerful uh, energetically. It has a very, very high vibration. It's called Nag, N-A-G, Champa, C-H-A-M-P-A. Um, and you want to burn that after you finish smudging. That's one of the very classical Native American ways to clear um, the energy in a space. And you can smudge all of your crystals. You can smudge your your animals. You can smudge yourself. Be sure to smudge in front of yourself and behind yourself. But anything behind you when you're doing any kind of work behind you is for getting rid of stuff in the past. So... Um, you know, so you want to like make sure that you not just smudge the front of you, but smudge behind you, and that will take care of both the past, present, and future. And so, um, doing that will definitely uh, will help to clear the air for sure. Then there's also taking different types of um, well, there's another really strong clearing, and this one really cleans the slate. I mean, like cleans it, like. And this stuff doesn't come back. Whatever heavy energy doesn't come back. And that is um, a, a combination of rubbing alcohol and Epsom salt. And what you do is you take a pot, like a good pot, and you do this on your stove. This is the best place to do it. I know some people like to put the pot in the middle of their house. I'm not going to tell you to do that because I don't want you blowing up your house and blaming me. I do it on the stove. <laughs> and I just assume it's going to clear the whole house because I just envision it doing that. Um, you put salts on the bottom of your pot and then you put rubbing alcohol all over the Epsom salts to sort of dampen it and then you you light it and that's those flames that's like a really powerful you know overall clearing for your your space now you can also do what they call um, kind of like a burning ceremony where you write down let's say your fears or things that have stressed you out over the year or you can write down people's names where you want to either forgive or let them go or sort of just cut the ties cut those energetic charges those emotional cords that we kind of cord each other with if you have overbearing people in your life or people who are really kind of trying to take advantage of your energy um, or playing mind games or all those kinds of things that you know toxic people have a tendency to do, you want to take that um, Epsom salt and alcohol uh, clearing and you want to do that. You can put their names on a piece of paper and you just put it in there, right in there and just let it burn. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to kill them or burn them up or put a curse on them or anything like that. It's just you clearing your own energy of any negative um, connection. Anything positive will remain. But anything negative, and you can even say, I'm willing to keep the positive, I'm willing to keep the love or keep the lessons or whatever was right about this, but I am now choosing to completely sever anything that was negative or has any ill effect on me. And when you do that, it, it's amazing how light you feel. And this is one of those things. I've always found that smudging, you can smudge, and then it feels heavy again in a few weeks, and you smudge again. But this Epsom alcohol thing, whenever I've done this, it is really just, I don't even think about it anymore in the same, you know, whatever was bugging me, I don't even think about it anymore in the same way. So, um, or at all. It just It's a really, really powerful, um, sort, you know, exercise for clearing. You can also clear your body, and that is by doing hot sea salt baths. And we've talked about this before. You can take Epsom salt and Himalayan salt. But there's also one for really get, letting go of heavy negativity or like that negative residue that's sort of been accumulating over the years, and that's a black tea bath. If you take black tea bags, like, you know, your Lipton tea, and you do run your hot bath, and then you put like um, you can either make hot tea and let it steep, you know, and of course, let it cool. You don't want to sit in boiling water, but let it cool a bit. And then you're going to pour that into your bathtub and you're going to soak in black tea. And that will really release, help you to release those negative, heavy, you know, kind of like when your solar plexus almost aches because you're, you know, kind of stuck on something or something's churning. It's a really good um, way to clear your body. So you add in you know, that hot black tea bath and you and you do the, uh, you can even put some, you know, sea salt and stuff in that if you want. And then you do your smudging or your alcohol and Epsom salts and you're really on your way to, to making a nice clean slate, you know. Now, 
um, you don't want to reattach and start blubbering again on the other side of these clearings about how awful somebody did you wrong and how could they and they need to repent, <laughs> you know, and, um, and, and, you know, getting yourself all corded back up again. You really do have to um, be willing to say, okay, I'm done. That's it. You know, I'm done. And whatever, wherever the chips fall, they fall. And that's the next thing on my, my list of uh, the most powerful ways to, to let go is this forgiveness list and, and letting go. But what I call it is energetic amnesty. Energetic amnesty. So, uh, you know, you've heard of forgiveness lists before, like we have gratitude lists and forgiveness lists, I'm sure. But there's a uh, forgiveness is so loaded, right? I mean, sometimes you feel like, okay, well, how can I possibly this person just hurt me so bad? They cut me to the quick. How I didn't deserve it. Blah blah blah. You know, how could they? How could they? How could they? And blah blah blah. And one of the new things, and I'm I'm actually working on my books right now, and you know, I have a whole chapter on this. But one of the new things um, that we're really going to be experiencing on the other side of the new year is how to the fact that we don't have to bring completion to everything that we experience. In fact, we're not meant to complete everything. Everything doesn't need to be tied up in a in a in a sweet little bow. Okay, sometimes life is messy. It's not in a straight line. And depending on how you um receive whatever's happening to you and how you perceive what you should be keeping and what you should be learning and the nuggets and wisdom that come from it and what you can should sort of just let go, it, it that will determine how long relationships last. That will determine how long situations last. That will determine how quickly new things can come into your life that you desire, old things can leave. It really depends on how quickly you're willing to, you know, ask three basic questions. The first question you want to ask is what's right about this? Because that just gives you the nuggets of wisdom right away. What's right about this? The second question you want to ask is, is the, the, the second thing you want to do is you want to forgive whatever's not right about it. And then the third thing is if you if you can't forgive or let go, then you can ask yourself what if what um, is being attached to this keeping me from doing? Because a lot of times we'll use being attached to something ha- that happened to us as a way to, quote, protect us, unquote, from the unknown of the brand new stuff. And sometimes the unknown of the good stuff and the new stuff is more frightening than, you know, sort of suckling on the old. So when I come back, we're going to talk more about this am- energetic amnesty. Because when you can sort of allow things to sort of just move out along, you really can set the tone and you combine it with some of those other clearings and stuff that we just talked about and you're really setting yourself up for some some a nice, you know, it's kind of like tilling the soil, getting rid of all the weeds, putting down the miracle grow, putting down the hummus and the cow manure and everything ready to prepare soil, rich, beautiful soil for a great uh, planting season and a great growing season and ultimately a great harvest. So we're going to take a break, but if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. And on the other side of the break, I'll start taking your calls. Um, and I guess that's it for now. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit 
sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third-generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we are talking all about clearing the way for the new, cleaning out 2012 and all the years before 2012 and preparing for 2013 and beyond. And so I know we were just talking about energetic amnesty, my my little catchphrase. And that really is um, something that's been coming up a lot in the readings I've been doing, and I've been doing a lot of readings, um, is, you know, I was thinking about it, and it's like, you really don't, you know, can you ever really pay off every single debt? Well, you know, financially, yes. But can you ever really finish off every single past issue? Can you really ever, um, you know, let go, uh, well, can you ever, like, fix the past? Is this something that you can sort of ratchet and tinker with and, you know, make it all neat and easy? No. And a lot of people will not let themselves move forward. I I spoke with someone this week, I can't remember which person it was, but it was just like, I have to, you know, work on this block and I've been working on my blocks and I've been working on my blocks and I'm working on my stuff and I'm working on my stuff and I'm working on my stuff. And, you know, I just don't know when I can move forward. I'm like, well, when you choose to, when you want to, you can. You don't have to. <laughs> You're not going to fix everything. And she's like, well, how come people aren't responding the way I want them to respond? That's another thing. So you're, it, it can, there's a lot of frustration if you're trying to fix a past that's done already and you're trying to get people to start responding in a different way and you're not allowed to be happy until they start doing what you need them to do. So the best thing to do is to do this what I call energetic amnesty where you say, you know what, I'm going to forgive that debt of you not behaving the way I want you to behave and I'm going to stop waiting for you to behave the way I'd like you to behave and I'm just going to move forward and you know what, I'm just going to let give you a pass and I'm going to move on. And I'm going to also do these clearings and I'm going to choose not to be attached to your behavior or to finishing things for me to be happy. 
I'm not going to hold my happiness or my forward progression or my creativity or my, you know, future relationships with more, you know, healthy people or healthy situations. I'm not going to hold all that hostage trying to finish trying to finish everything up or trying to make the past perfect when the past is done. Okay, so you want to ask what's right about this. You make sure you you keep the nuggets of what you were supposed to learn, and then forgive the rest and move on. And and again, if you you can't, you can just think of this amnesty program, this energetic amnesty. And I'm telling you, when you do this, you are just opening so many doors for yourself. You know, when one door closes, another door opens. You're not only will another door open, you'll have another door, some windows, and a door after that, a side door. You'll have all the doors uh unlocked. And you will have a lot more spaciousness. And you know, it's just it's so much easier to let it go than it is to try to suppress it and pretend that it's not bothering you. That is the heaviness that you may be feeling, the resent, the resistance that you know that that some people call me and say, oh, I can't understand why I have such inertia. I don't want. To, I know I have all these things I should be doing, but I don't. I don't have. You know, I don't know why I I I don't do them. A lot of times it's because we're resisting what's in either in front of us, or we're feeling sort of stuck in some wounding of you know, and I use that in big quotes. Um, of the past that we're sort of waiting to unwound itself and it just can't because it's done. People have moved on. Situations, you know, the energy just keeps churning forward one way or the other. So it's really, uh, it's a good thing to be able to to take that and just allow that, that clearing thing to happen. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is this, this and this is the, the the last one, and then we'll start taking some of your calls again. If you want to call, it's two one five. No, no, it isn't. That was the old number. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So three four seven two one five nine four eight five. Um, a lot of people have issues around live Christmas trees and over this over the um the Christmas season, and I've always been. I've always loved having a live tree, but it was interesting because last year I was um, doing some meditating, and what I was getting was these trees, a lot of times, you know, of course, they're farmed, and they were kind of grown to be Christmas trees and all that kind of stuff, but they've really, they've lived for however many years, you know, nine years, ten years, and then they're cut down, or some even longer, and um, and to honor their life by allowing them to be a tree in your house really at least makes their lifetime that they had worth while um and so they don't just go to mulch because some people like boycott you know buying the christmas trees i get it i get it but the other thing about a christmas tree a live christmas tree and that's in keeping with what we're talking about tonight is the um the fact that pine the actual pine the scent of pine and pine oil is the one of the most powerful energetic cleansers there is so Having that pine tree in your home at the end of the year like that, if you know, and I'm, and if you're not, you know, religious, you know, of the faith where you're going to have a tree, I just mute the phone for right now. But the pine, the, the pine actually absorbs all of the negativity from and all of the heaviness and all of the stuff that needs to be completed for from your house, from your life, from your world, especially if you assign the tree that job and that's like this big clearing and when you let go of that tree hopefully before you know right before the new year comes in when you let go of that tree you're letting go of everything you're doing this big clearing and it's just cleaning out the whole house and you know how good the house feels after all the christmas decorations are over because they look fabulous kind of those four weeks before Christmas, but like the day after Christmas, you kind of look around and say, why? Why, why is all this stuff in my head? It kind of just looks gaudy and kind of crazy. Um, it's just because that cycle is done, right? So you want to let that tree go, and as you let that tree go, it just absorbs everything and takes it, takes it out. Really, really powerful little ritual you can do for yourself with that, and honoring that tree. Um you know, that the life of the tree and thanking it. And, you know, because all cut flowers and cut trees like that come with their own set of fairies. I don't know if you know this, but this is the lore around it. Um, and then once they die, the fairies die with it. That's that's 
Doreen Virtue is the one who was telling us all about that. She's like the queen of the fairy, you know, the fairy lore. Um, so you're honoring that life and you're honoring that spirit. And it's just, it's a, you know, I don't know. I just, I think it's a great way to honor and clear out at the end of the year. Okay. So I'm going to just leave that content alone for a little bit. And then we're going to take a call or two. Let's see here. I think there was some. Oh, yep. There, there you are. Karen in Toronto. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Blessings. I just, in in this time of the year, um, a lot of sadness and depression comes up when you're, you know, it's just I've just been on the spiritual journey and have done a lot of shifting and changing, but just this over, over I can't even talk, <laughs> overwhelming depression and sadness. What What can you do this time of year to help relieve that and what you know i'm not sure what it is is it stuff coming up to be released or it's almost like giving up and it's like i don't know if it's just giving up of the old way and i don't i'm don't, i not sure i think well one thing when you say giving up i i like to um look at it as giving over hmm. that's beautiful Turning it over to a higher power and allowing it to assimilate and become what it needs to be as generally, you know, if we have feelings that are churning, um, there's, there's, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of uh, um, the theories about depression. I mean, you know, of course, psychological, you know, internalized anger on yourself and all that kind of stuff. Um, energetically, there's there's all kinds of things. But most of what they say, like, um, I think it's Buddha or one of I don't know if it was Buddha or the Dalai Lama, but somebody fancy like that said <laughs> that depression is um, associated with the past and lamenting the past and being stuck in a place that we can't really make changes to something that's already happened. Okay. Um, that resistance to being able to, you know, to allowing that to let go. Anxiety is related to living in the future. Oh, Anticipation and peace is always associated with the now. That's beautiful. Yeah, so that's what the pendulum kind of swings between those three spaces. And so um, I get the whole depression thing because I think what happens with depression, and at least this is what your angels are saying, Archangel Jeremy L is the one who's coming in for you. And the the depression um, emotionally is... uh, is associated with disappointment in yourself that things aren't like bucolic at this point, you know, like the little courier knives Christmas card at, at this time. <laughs> you know, I have had real, like I know I get depressed on holidays now because it is so not like what I had in my childhood. I mean, my childhood Christmases were like, you know, Daddy Warbucks. It was like oh, this huge, big thing. You know? And so you kind of, the little inner child piece of you that's just like, not. Uh, you know (laughs) yeah recreate that you know unless you have a big family and kids I guess so um, and assigning new meaning to the holidays and also at the end of the year quite sorry about that um, quite at the end of the year we're tired yeah really tired you know, and we've had all these expectations and all these plans and lists, and a lot of times we haven't gotten a lot, you know, some things done or a lot of things done. We start to beat up on ourselves. And then we also always, say always, but a lot of people hold themselves to a much higher standard than us during the holidays. It's like this expectation that everything's supposed to be jolly and bright. And <laughs> yes, that's so. Or not even being able to experience holidays because I've become so overwhelmed with um, obligations for other people. Yes, 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 yes. So putting, you know, learning, trying to get over putting other other things first, right, rather than, and then I guess, yes, the disappointment, you know, comes up that here we are one more year, it's the middle of December, and I can't possibly meet all the obligations, so how am I supposed to create a magical Christmas for my family? Right, right. And and that's when you say, what really is magical? You know, what really is magical? Is magical 
perfection or is magical being able to stay moment and enjoy what comes yeah that would be that would be magical <laughs> just being able to watch a christmas show or just being able to enjoy visiting friends or having friends come over or but because of money situations you know, you have to run 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 and then at the last minute it's kind of run around like you know to try and pull everything together and you know in exhaustion create this magical christmas or you know or a christmas that um is of love but you're so exhausted that you can't enjoy the moment with those you love well, it could be also what what you might want to consider doing is to change your paradigm of what christmas is going to look like and make instead of it being the thing to make it this big magical thing, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to allot my my money differently. Maybe it's going to be we're going to get together and have an experience as opposed to things to put under a tree. Maybe go and give something, you know, and and sort of give ourselves gift amnesty for this year and do something really connected and together. Maybe you're all going to cook together or, you know, if you're going to allot money to something, allot it to the meal and not necessarily to all the gifts. Mm-hmm. You can create your own alternate alternatives. The thing that, it, all of it's neutral. If you look at that as less than, it won't feel good. But if you look at that as an alternative to you know, buy a new way and to, to feel, you know, a, a different type of connection during the holidays, it could be something really, really beautiful. It's just how you choose to, you know, assign meaning to it. And I think that's the big, um, the big shift. Does that make sense? Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> It's a nice way of looking at it. That's really, thank you. Everything <laughs> and doing, and again, doing the clearing. See, now this is one other point I'll make, and then we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to jump off because we're gonna have to take another break already. But um, one other point I will make is a lot of the depression that people feel, and you're not the only one who's listening who's feeling that. A lot of the depression and pressure is actually experiencing the collective consciousness. So all of our infinite being, you know, we talk about the infinite self and how a portion of our infinite self embodies, you know, in, in, to, like sort of comes into this vessel to have a physical experience. But the rest of us stays outside of the body to help our bodies navigate. Well, that's everybody has that same thing going on. So we're all interconnected energetically. And what happens is, and I was just writing a chapter about this in my book today too, what happens is... um that collective conscious right now, consciousness, there's a tremendous amount of pressure people put on themselves around holidays. It, it, everything flares up, you know, all those relationships that aren't working, the boyfriends who've disappointed you and now you have to do Christmas by yourself or the husbands who walked out or the in-laws who aren't getting along or the kid who's on drugs who's not going to be there. You know, all those kinds of things um, come up and a lot of people feel extreme pressure they feel resentment they you know and then of course there's the real happy people the happy happy joy joy people that do everything perfect and you won't kill them so you've got like this huge collective energy that you may be pulling and perceiving depression and angst and anxiety from something that's not even yours you know it's kind of like uh when michael jackson passed away i was writing about this um Everybody knew him, you know, worldwide, and there was this huge, like, global mourning going on. And his theme song seemed to be the song Man in a Mirror. And, of course, he wrote hundreds of songs and sang hundreds of, you know, terrific songs. But that Man in the Mirror song, I think the media was using it over and over again, and everybody was listening to it. And um, and so many people, myself included, kept hearing the lyrics in their head. I wasn't listening to the radio or watching TV or anything, but you just keep hearing that song over and over for a couple of weeks. I had so many clients say, Mari, I can't get this Michael Jackson song out of my head. I'm like, man in the mirror, like, oh, my gosh, yes, because the whole collective consciousness was focused on that. So during the holidays, you may want to sort of cut yourself a break, too, and start to ask, well, does this belong to me? Is this all of this really mine? Or am I picking up on, you know, kind of being a buffer for, for all of the unhappy people during the holidays? So it may not be as bad as you assign it to be. So you can keep that in the back of your mind as well. Does that help? 
hopefully. That's, okay. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. That is very powerful. God bless you for your gift. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you'd like to call in on the other side of the break, it's 347 215 It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hello, you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and today we're talking all about clearing out the old so we can let the new in for the new year. And uh, I wanted to tell you about 12-12-12, actually, because um, I told you I would look it up in Doreen's book because I wasn't quite sure what 12 meant, but 12 means have faith that spirit is speaking to you through repetitive thoughts, ideas, and insights that guide you to improve something in your life or the life of others. Allow your positive affirmations to lead the way. So uh, when, you, when you're doing a, a repetitive number like that, 12, 12, 12, um, you, then you just, and you can get Doreen's book, Angel Numbers, then um, 
you know, you can just say that that's a more of a magnified condition of that that particular number. So that's pretty cool. Pretty her her this book is actually very very good. You definitely want to have it as a part of your your spiritual library for sure. Um, okay, so I think we have another question coming in. Let me just see. Oh, okay, we have a couple of you calling in. So we have Sherry in. I think it's that Kentucky. Yeah, I think that's Kentucky. Sherry, how are you? Hi, Maury. I am good. How are you? Uh, great. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question. I just started a new job in September, and when I first walked into my new job, I became nauseated and I was very sick to my stomach. Huh. And I got this feeling of, this is not a good fit. What am I going to do now? So I've been in the job for three months, and the feeling hasn't changed. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, I think your body is picking up on a lot of churn from things, and it seems to me, according to your guides and angels, that you know there's a lot of lies behind what people are saying. So people are saying one thing, but then there's an agenda behind it that isn't congruent and that incongruency really like makes the energy in the space churn because you're also picking up on all the other employees who know something's not right. So your body is like this big giant psychic antenna. You happen to be hyper uh, sensitive to that. Yes. It definitely feels like um, this job for you was to bring a heightened awareness to how powerful your intuition and your body is is as a receptive, and you're going to be able to move on on the other side of 2013, on the other side of the new year. Probably by February, you'll have something new. But it was just to help you to start to see how powerful of a light work you are. In fact, it's it's amazing because these questions always come in sync. I've spent hours and hours working on my book today, and um, it's it's about light workers. And and we were talking about that sometimes a light worker who's super sensitive like you and an old soul like you are, and you know somebody who's especially sensitive, will be put into a really dense place um, like your, the job you're in to help to heal it, to help to balance energy, to help to bring certain things to the surface so they can be healed or dissolved, um, sometimes to break down a system. Light workers are often plucked into dark places. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, oh, we, sh-, you know, every all the light workers should be in a yoga studio you know, eating granola and omega-3, you know? <laughs> yes. And, but we're really here to sometimes be used as light warriors. And most of the time at the beginning of our journeys, we will be put into some harsh conditions because just by us being there, before we even know that we're light workers or even thinking about it, we are greater self knows that we came here for a purpose to do that and to help kind of um, evolve the density so we'll be put into these types of situations just temporarily to help to sort of blast the energy a bit, and then we're pulled out. So a lot of times people get into a job like that, like what you're you're really disliking right now, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they'll be let go from it, and then they freak out. It's like, I hated the job, but I want the job because I need the job. And it's like, okay, you did your piece. Now we're pulling you out because it was toxic. Please don't try to run back to the toxicity. Just let us open you up to being in something that's in, you know, with greater ease. Okay, so the question you want to ask is what contribution can I be um, that makes my heart sing and mm-hmm. more money than I know what to do with, which is my favorite thing for drawing in new work. Mm-hmm. What contribution can I be that makes my heart sing and brings me more money than I know what to do with? So the contribution is what you're giving out. Making your heart sing is what you receive, so it's a good exchange, and then the money is a representation of that exchange. And that question, if you ask that over and over again, right before you go to sleep, and mm-hmm. at various times of your day or whenever you get really kind of nauseous at the job, keep mm-hmm. asking the question and you'll get plucked out of there pretty easily. It's not a permanent thing. Oh, thank you. I'm, I am psychic and I'm very sensitive, but the nausea is kind of distracting when I'm trying to work and I'm like, I know I'm where I'm, I know I'm here, I'm supposed to be here, but the nausea is quite distracting. <laughs> on somebody else and what you can do is um, bring mint tea with you and you can sip on the mint tea that'll help you but the mint 
sitting on your desk will also block negative energy from penetrating you. It feels like there's some heavy duty women around who are kind of tough yes. energy. That yes. is like almost like a witch's brew. It'll it'll repel them, and you will that'll. Oh, okay. So mint tea. I always tell anybody who any of my friends who are still in corporate when they're dealing with like a wicked witch boss. <laughs> yes. A good cup of mint tea sitting on your desk, even if it goes cold, will be like a little shield. And you can just envision yourself also putting yourself in like a, a glass mirror disco ball and letting the energy that comes towards you bounce back and return it to sender with consciousness. So it's sort of just so you're kind of in that protective thing, but whatever negative energy is going back to where whence it came um, and they can do with it what they need to do for their own greater consciousness as opposed to going penetrating you. Oh, wonderful. You have been so helpful, and thank you for for the validation. I sure appreciate you taking my call. Oh, I, I'm so glad you called in. Thanks so much. Enjoy your holidays, and let me know how things go. I, I know I know you'll be out of there real soon, though. It feels All right. Very... Um, I'm, I'm getting cold chills for the validation, so I appreciate your help. Thank you so much, and you have a great holiday as well. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Okay, we have about five minutes left, and we have another caller. We'll take Rose Maria in, or is that Rose Marie? Hi, how are you? How are you? Pretty good. Hello? Hello. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry? You have a question? Um, about friendship. Okay. The question? Um, about a friendship. If they will communicate with me. A friendship that won't communicate with you? Oh, wait, I'm lost. Again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say this again. If a friendship will communicate with me again. Okay, so you're asking if a friendship will communicate with you again? I, I'm sorry, just not even getting the whole... Oh, okay, so we lost her. That's interesting. That was a very, very strange connection, and I was not getting her question at all. That's <laughs> so hopefully, um, if you're asking, I think she might have been asking about... Um, I think she might have been asking about getting in touch with a friend, uh, having a friend, you know, reconnect. And you know, one of the things you can do um, if you're if when is to th that actually brings up a good point. And the angels are saying, okay, this is the point to make from that. The point is when a relationship changes gears really fast, or it changes gears in a way that you were hoping it wouldn't. In this energy, and especially this particular year and at this time of year, um, that energy, you should allow it to let to let it go because a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships are splitting and it seems premature, almost like mid-situation mid um, because it, it wasn't meant to kind of be this deep, long-term learning. It was... A, a sort of a more of a surface learning and then moving on and a lot of relationships too are breaking down to learn the lesson of letting go because in this new energy coming forward we are going to be moving much more quickly through things we're not going to be needing to go in and tie up like i said every loose end that we were talking about in the beginning of the call and keeping people around that just aren't a good fit um, is something that, you know, we just don't need to do anymore. So it's called lightening your load. And that's what we've been talking about all night is lightening your lo your load. So just to review real quick, you want to make sure that you do your energetic, your air cleaning. So your smudging, your Epsom salt and um, rubbing alcohol. You can do your sea salt baths, clearing your body and your energy of your body, your hot black tea baths. You want to Try to do your energetic amnesty. That's really, really going to lighten the load and just 
empty your cup. I know in the Kabbalah we talk about emptying your cup, allowing that space. You know, if you want a nice cup of uh, chai tea from Starbucks, as I like to have, you can't give them a dirty cup or cup with the old tea in it, right? You got to dump out what's there or get a new cup. But the cup has to be empty to receive the good stuff and the fresh stuff. So you got to, you know, allow your cup to be empty. It may feel a little disconcerting. You know, when you don't have that perfect job yet or that perfect relationship or the perfect home or, you know, or the, you know, perfect, even perfect health. But allow yourself that spaciousness of the emptiness, especially at the end of the year. Focus yourself on maybe making some new traditions. Maybe not having to hold yourself to an old standard that doesn't really fit anymore. And giving yourself that space to receive. Because believe me, if you leave that space open, it will be filled abundantly. Abundantly. So hopefully that has been helpful tonight. And I thank you all for listening. Um, We are going, we have I think two more shows before we end for the year. And uh, we're going to be doing our holiday wishes call where we do our meditation to set all the energy up to receive. So you want to start writing that list and uh, getting that ready. I'll be announcing that show um, very shortly. So just keep an eye on your inbox. And for now, I just want to say what I always say at the end of every show, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Have a great holiday season, everybody. See you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.